You're listening to Gaijin. Hey, Hot Mess Heroes. So glad you're here. Today's going to be a little bit of a different format. Because um, I have a few things on my mind. And I just want to talk to all of you. And so let's get into it. I don't understand right now people who are being so hard on other people. I know everyone's in a tough spot. and. I totally understand that we're going through a traumatic pandemic and everyone right now is affected and feeling all the feels, but I really just don't understand anyone who wants to be unkind, mean, or project all of their messed up anxieties onto anyone else right now. Um, I, I don't see a reason for doing it. I don't understand why now, like, why this week? Why today? Why in this month or in this century even? Of all times, why anybody would want to be rude and mean and selfish towards anyone? Um, maybe I'm asking for too much. Maybe the expectation is just a little too high for other people right now. But that's just what I'm feeling. And I just don't understand. I just don't understand and I don't get it. So. This happened with like someone this week. I was friends with this person during freshman year of college. And after freshman year of college, I transferred to another university. So I didn't really keep in touch with this person. We weren't super close. We had really interesting conversations, but I didn't keep in touch with this person. And then after college, this person came back into my life for like a second this person texted me and wanted to go get dinner in New York City one night. And so I went out to dinner with this person. Um, and this person had a lot of opinions and judgments about my career choices. And so I was not <laughs> feeling the dinner. And after dinner, like we went our separate ways, but I <laughs> didn't want to maintain that friendship or that relationship at all. So didn't talk to that person. That person didn't talk to me. Like we were fine. Like everything was cool. Life moved on. I moved on with my life. I moved to a different city. Um, but fast forward, we're going through the pandemic and um, like, here's where I'm at right now too. Like, let me tell you where I'm at. Life is chaotic right now. And um, it's chaotic at work. I work for five different schools. I work for two school districts. And I am an introvert, and so it's easy for me to fall back into what makes me comfortable, which is to do things on my own, create things, read, write, whatever it may be, like watch TV and hang out with my boyfriend, like talk to a couple people in my inner circle who I actually care about right now because they make me feel good and we have really fun conversations and we make each other laugh and we're helping each other get through this time. So I right now just have my like inner sanctum. Um, and so this person reaches out and wants to talk to me about their side hustle and totally get it. Like I'm all for the hustle. And so I stupidly agreed and they could only meet during the workday. So we scheduled something for in the middle of the workday. And then during the workday, I just didn't want to meet. There's always something to do at work. So I just used that time to do something else. I think deep down inside, like I did not want to really reconnect with this person. 
this person left a bad taste in my mouth like the last time we we hung out so so I, I I didn't meet with them and then I didn't follow up and they reached back out like a week after this happened and they were saying that they felt really upset with me for not meeting and really upset with me that I had not reached out to reschedule a time to talk. Yeah, like I'm not the best right now about being on my scheduling game and making sure that I make time for everyone, but but I kind of don't want to. So clearly I could have been more forthright about not wanting to meet with this person, but then I also struggle with this whole thing about, you know, not wanting to upset people and not wanting to make things awkward, but I mean, me not showing up and then not, you know, rescheduling this phone call did end up making this person upset. So what I was trying to avoid initially actually did happen, which I find to be uh, ironic. Um, so then I, I so then I responded to this person and I was like, hey, like, you know what? At this at this point, I don't want to meet, and um, just good luck with with whatever it is you're doing. Like, good luck with your with your future endeavors. And then I received a response from this person and it was a five paragraph essay of all the things that I'm doing wrong and what I had done which was not show any consideration for relationships or people um (laughs) is a huge problem that is upsetting this person that this person really wanted to meet um but because I didn't reschedule and because I wasn't being outright about really not wanting to talk initially, I had really done something terrible. I just don't like who has the time to rail someone out for an entire email. Um, I, I certainly don't have the time to do that in the small amount of time that I have during the day to myself to relax or sit here in my closet and like have this conversation with you guys. Like I, I don't see any reason for me to rail on someone or to point out all the things that this person is doing wrong because I felt upset about not having time with that person. Like that didn't make me feel great and that probably doesn't make that person feel great to do it either. So why are we doing this over email? Why are we sending this letter of disappointment? Let's have more grace for people. Like people make mistakes. People Um, People's schedules are difficult right now. People don't want to spend time with people outside of their circle for lots of different reasons right now. I only want to be around people who make me feel safe. I only want to talk to people who make me feel like I'm being heard and valued. And I want to be able to do that for people I care about. And so right now, that's a limited group of people. And I think we should understand that that's not just my situation. A lot of people are having those similar situations and feelings too. Like, let me know how you guys feel. DM me at Gajan Podcast. I want to know if you're also sharing this similar feeling, but I don't understand why we need to be upset or why we're projecting when they didn't show up to a phone call and they didn't reschedule a phone call. It's just not fair right now. It's not. And of all times, we just need to be more understanding of people. We just need to be kinder. And for the people who I connect with on the phone, on FaceTime, it's it's a select group of people. And I think that's okay for me right now. I mean, it's it's making me feel better, especially at the end of a long workday. I mean, lots of people right now are overloaded 
with this working from home situation, working remotely. There's so much more that needs to be done. There's so the expectation is not only harder, it's completely different. You know, or in some cases, like people are trying to recreate what it exactly was like when everybody was working in the same building or had access to each other. Um, They're trying to recreate that virtually. And that's also hard, too. So at the end of an intense workday, like I I only want to make time for what makes me feel good. And I'm sorry if that is making me flaky and awkward with people who are reaching out like. I totally understand where people are coming from, but don't project what you think people should should do and the responsiveness that you should get from somebody. Um, and if you expect that from them, like have some grace if they don't if they don't meet your expectations. <laughs> um, there's so many expectations on people right now. The expectations that people have right now for other people is out of control. It's absolutely insane that we'd have so many expectations for people and if they fail to meet our expectations, whether that be in work, whether that be personal, that you'd expect this person to show up for you in this way because that's how you feel you need someone to show up for you that expectation on people right now, I, I don't understand why we're doing that to people right now. In one of the hardest times that everybody is facing, you're going to get upset or force someone to do something in the way that you want, in the way that you like. I'm not saying that we shouldn't expect things from others, but the way that we decide to respond when that expectation isn't met, like, how are you going to do that? What, how are you going to say it? In what tone? Are you going to stop first, like pause and think about your impact in this or your part? Why you're allowing the feeling to take over you when someone doesn't measure up to what you think or how you think they should? People, it's honestly the, the wrong time. Instead of communicating what other people and how other things are making you feel, I've been more successful when I've gone inward and thought about what about my internal feeling is having an effect on the way that I'm experiencing and letting people outside of myself affect me. And then I've been able to just have a little bit more patience for for other people and then also for myself as well. This moment that we're all experiencing together is really, really tough. And I also want to know how it's going for you guys. DM me at Gaijin Podcast. But let's continue on with this thing with a little bit more patience and grace. When we, for ourselves, start feeling like we're letting go of doing the internal work that's causing us to project outward, let's just pause and recognize that and be there for each other and be there for ourselves. I want to talk about an interesting comment that I received from someone who was listening to the show. And they wrote and said, where is all the fun gay stuff? Where are all the fun gay Asian stuff on this podcast? I'm bored. And uh, 
Interesting comment. Just proving my point, honestly. Like, just proving my point about other people projecting their own ideas and thoughts and desires onto other people or other things. I would rather talk about my ideas and my opinions and my values than some fun gay Asian stories. I mean, I like a good Tito's and soda. Like, I have fun stories. Like, I... (laughs) it's me here like saying like proving that oh i'm not old like i i actually have fun but getting back to the original point it's like it's interesting that that's what you were looking for and that's what you thought this show was going to be but that's your idea of what you were expecting to hear from a podcast named gaysian you were here for the fun gay asian stuff and i mean yeah fun gay asians like It's good that you made it known that that was what you were looking for. That's what you thought the show would be for you. Also, it's so, (laughs) it's so infantilizing and condescending when people expect you to be one way and when you're not, when you don't fit what they think you should be for them for their own amusement or to satisfy their own ideas, messed up ideas about what the world is and what Asian people are and how they should behave and what types of things that they should say, um, <laughs> that, that they, they get upset. If you, have, <laughs> if you have ideas of what a person should be based on your beliefs, Maybe you just let go of them. Maybe you just question why you have them in the first place and why you also decide to enforce them on other people. And I don't, I I honestly don't get the enforcing it on other people part. Everyone is trying to get someone else to change, change to become the thing that makes that person happy or makes that person feel validated, or makes that person feel righteous. And I'm not, I'm not going to be someone, and I'm not going to be the object upon which you demand that from me. You can't expect anybody to change, and you can't control. You can't control people. And, you, and your ideas about the world and your stereotypes about certain people cannot be enforced onto other bodies. And when things don't go your way, you don't have to get upset at that person for it, or you don't have to be overly critical. People are overly critical and think that they're giving advice or think that they're giving feedback. And I'm not saying that feedback is wrong or we shouldn't be giving each other feedback with the objective of helping each other and of building trust between each other. But I'm going to go back to it. Time and place. Do you really need to let it all out on this person right now? Is it totally necessary to unload all of what you think this person should do on them in this moment? But I really think it goes back to this person who is listening who 
had the idea that Gaijin was going to be all about the fun gay stuff. And the funny thing is, is that there is actually no visible codified archetype or example for what a gay Asian person is, whether or not that be in historical examples, in the media, because of racism in the gay community or homophobia in the Asian American community. Those two types of discrimination serve to render the gay Asian American experience invisible. And so many times people are jumping in between both communities, trying to feel positive about their identities, both as being gay, both as being Asian American, but not always feeling positive because of discrimination faced within the group that is supposed to make them feel a sense of belonging that they don't know who to turn to and suddenly they're invisible and they're at the margins of both groups. So all of that is to say, like, we don't have a representative voice or experience or example of the gay Asian American, but yet people, (laughs) but yet people use racist fantasies to imagine that for themselves and then project it onto anything or anybody who claims gay Asian American as their identity, projects it onto that person or individual. And when it's not, when it's not realized, when that is not true for them and, and what they're seeing is not what they fictionalized or stereotyped in their own minds, then it's not, then it's, it's not fun. The reason why I started Gaijin was to talk about my just Jeffrey's lived experience. And that's what it is. It's just my everyday um, experience. And yeah, I've talked about big moments and big turning points in my life that have reinforced my belief systems and how I view the world. And that is just for me. Well, and for you and for us to, to, to realize that the gay... Asian American experience is not just one monolithic experience. People would like to believe that we all are the same. But given that it has historically been an invisible identity, we are all creating it and making it in real time. This is a real time experience, the making of the gay Asian American. And that being me. And that being my perspective. And so I will say that I am fun. But but what you're going to get in these episodes are me talking about my opinions and, and me talking about my experiences and my stories. It's not going to be someone's problematic ideas of gay Asians, gay Asian Americans. Here is what I also know. And so many of you have reached out We know that we are building and creating gay Asian America. And so I think the first step that we can take is to write down and collect all the ways in which you have been discriminated against. What happened? What was said? How did that make you feel? And as we collect more of those stories, we can begin to align 
what they think and believe when they see us and when they hear us, when they experience us. And that was one of the ways in which we were able to define the Asian American experience was to collect the ways in which Asian Americans were being seen by people as they were walking down the street, as they were minding their own business. People projected onto them what and how they perceive people who look Asian. So if it's all the times someone heard, go back to where you're from, or the number of times we were told how smart and hardworking we were for no reason. And we collected those examples and we were able to align on the ways Asian Americans were stereotyped. And that gave people a common language and code to form membership as Asian America. And so for the gay Asian American community, Let's continue to talk to each other about this with the objective of creating shared experience for our community. What you're listening to, Gaijin, is about a unique person's experience with the hope that we can find common ground, that we can collect, record the experiences that define what it means to be a gay Asian American. So for those of you who made it with me this far, thank you, Hot Mess Hero, for continuing to listen. Um, and I, I want to leave you all with some solutions. I know we talked a lot about problems during this episode, and, and I want to leave you all with some solutions for how to go about the stuff that we encounter on a, on a daily basis. You know, I talked about um, people being incredibly hard on others right now. People not going inward, but instead projecting their fears, anxieties, and anger onto others right now, believing that they can change others people having ideas about other people and expecting other people to live up to those ideas and then getting upset and feeling threatened when those people are not living up to what they believe they should be. How do we go about our days when we encounter that? I mean, number one, just pause and don't do it if you're doing it to someone else right now. Or if you find yourself in that pattern with somebody, recognize that there's something going on within you and be honest with that person. Admit it to them. Show kindness. Show them that you're going through something and that they are not the cause for your anger. That you're going through something right now. Like We're all going through something really, really tough right now. And we have the capacity to be kind to others. And maybe that starts with recognizing what's going on with us and being kind to ourselves if we haven't resolved that, if we're not living up to what we think we should be right now. Maybe this is the time to let go of some of the preconceived ideas that you have about what and who you should be right now. Right now you're living through a really hard thing and you're doing it and you're getting through it and we're getting closer to the end So 
keep that in mind. And keep up your routines. Um, you know, continue to go for your walks. Continue to go for your runs. Continue to exercise or continue to cook really delicious meals. Continue to journal and draw and do all the things that continue to make you happy and feel good. So that way you can be there for others. So I hope you enjoyed. Thank you for sticking around. There's going to be one episode before the holiday break, and then I will be back in January. If you have anything to contribute to this conversation, feel free to DM me at Gaijin Podcast. And until next time, have a great week. Take care of yourself, and I will see you guys. Bye.